It's 738 at DWS. Dave Gentry with you, and Congressman Rodney Davis joins us on the phone this morning. Congressman, how are you, sir? I'm great, Dave. How are you? We're good. Glad to have you with us. I wanted to ask you first thing this morning about Levi Lovell and what happened in that case over in Springfield here recently. He uh, apparently was intoxicated and was uh, filming uh, one of your opponents, Betsy Londrigan's people. Tell us a little bit about that and what you did about that situation. Uh, Terrible situation. I mean, nobody in any workplace or any operation, be it in politics or not, likes to see that behavior. And and in my organization, just like any organization, when you have an employee who uh, who does something that you don't condone, um, I'm glad that my campaign manager, before I even had a chance to get the details, had terminated his employment. I mean, the video speaks for itself. It's sickening. Uh, that's something I don't condone. I personally called and apologized to my opponent. Uh, that's not what I expect. And you've known me now for about six years, David, and, and that type of behavior is what I've been out trying to to stop people from doing in politics. And, and that's the message that I want to send is I, I can't be more sorry that somebody that used to work for me did that. Um, but we acted and that's the reaction I hope everybody has when we see that type of behavior. Okay. President Trump, uh, Paul Manafort and, uh, Michael Cohen both, uh, got hammered the other day, uh, Manafort from his, uh, trial and, uh, Cohen, uh, pleaded guilty to uh, several different uh, things. Any comment on that situation? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was obviously not, it has not been a good week for the president. <laughs> uh, you know, Paul Manafort convicted on tax and fraud charges. I didn't see anything related to, uh, to Russia collusion, which was the reason why the special counsel was put in place. If you break the law, regardless of whether it's before or after a campaign that uh, you may have been working on, he's now been held accountable by a jury of his peers. He's going to go to jail for a very long time. Uh, Michael Cohen, uh, I I think he was facing charges of $20 million in in, uh, tax and fraud issues. Uh, You know, these people, these two are bad people. And I certainly hope the president has learned his lesson on who he should and should not trust to uh, be part of his organizations. You think the president's going to pardon Manafort? I don't think that's going to be the case at all, Dave. I I think that uh, the president will uh, let the justice system be the justice system. It's, it's pretty tough to refute the jury's verdict on, on tax uh, evasion charges. Well, the uh, latest uh, with the president, the China tariffs went into effect today, Beijing immediately retaliating on that. Where are we with that? I've heard they've had some meetings on this, but nothing's come of it yet. Yeah, I think they're beginning to meet, sit down negotiators on both sides. You know, I'm concerned about the tariffs, especially their impact on, on our farmers and on agriculture. Uh, the good news is last quarter, a good chunk of the economic growth was China pre-purchasing American soybeans. Um, that's good for our farmers to be able to get their products. And you come to my area where I live, uh, an hour and a half southwest of you, David, and we have a historic crop. And it, the, the rain, the sunshine, everything's been perfect this year for some very good yields in, in the area in which I live. Um, that means, though, we got to get those, those products out into the marketplace. And, and I just hope we see preliminary agreements like the one with the EU, the one that's supposed to be announced with Mexico, continue to benefit our farmers and get those agreements into place. 
I saw you at uh, Republican Day over at the Illinois State Fair. How's uh, how are things looking with Governor Rauner? Well, I think Governor Rauner uh, and and JB Pritzker. I mean, this is going to be an historic race when it comes to spending. You got two billionaires running for office and with unlimited amounts of dollars to spend on on advertising and and uh, and politics. Uh, it's it's something I don't think Illinois or the nation has has ever experienced. Uh, I think Governor Rauner uh, can win this race still. He's got to talk about what it means to have a buffer zone for redrawing the next map. This governor's race is all about the map. It's all about having a Republican sit there and not let supermajorities in the House or the Senate work with the Democrat governor and give Mike Madigan 10 more years of unbridled power because they've drawn the map to favor the Democrats. Well, Governor Rauner seems to be running more against Mike Madigan than J.B. Pritzker. Uh, what do you think is is going to happen with Pritzker? Do you, are you looking for some kind of October surprise, or uh, do you think the governor's just uh, going to weather this? I think I think you'll see the governor uh, run against his opponent, and I think you'll see the gov the, his opponent clearly run against the governor, and the voters are going to decide. Uh, they're going to decide whether or not. Uh, J.B. Pritzker is going to be a better alternative. I, I certainly don't think he will be. Um, and I would like to, to make sure that we have Republican leadership in the state. And I think that's, for the long term, much more beneficial than, than where we are today. Remember, against the governor's wishes, the Democrats in, in Springfield raised income taxes 32% on every Illinois family. And J.B. Pritzker's solution is to raise taxes even more. That just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I know at the uh, rally in Springfield on uh, uh, right after Ag Day on, on Wednesday over there when uh, all the Republicans were there, you were saying it's your last chance to to vote and to keep some of these changes going. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens on Election Day this year. No, it certainly will be. And, and, and we've got to look at where we are today as, as an economy. Here, we're, here in America, we've got historic growth. Uh, jobs are available, good-paying jobs, I, you know, in, in all of our communities. And, and we've got to be able to talk about what cutting taxes at the federal level has done to encourage this type of economic activity, this type of growth, and, and potential for every American to get a good-paying job and a career. And it's been historic, 3.8% unemployment. We haven't had that since before I was born in 1970, David. That's how historic <laughs> this growth is. You took uh, some folks from the State Fair to the LaGrange Locks. Tell us a little bit about them. I was really proud to host R.D. James, who's the Assistant Secretary for Civil Works. He runs the Corps of Engineers. You know, I've talked about the investment that needs to be made in our locks and dams uh, along the, the waterways for years. And the Obama administration zeroed out funding for any improvements on those locks and dams. This administration invested $10 million for LaGrange, which is a good first start. And I'll tell you the difference between the administrations. And this is what I this is what I respect about a lot of the folks that work in the Trump administration is the Obama administration wanted seven million dollars to be spent over three years for the Corps of Engineers to update economic models on the Nest plan that is used to upgrade all of the locks and dams along the Illinois Mississippi River once money's invested in them. And the Trump administration said, You want to update the economic studies? Here, here's a million dollars and you've got a year to do it. 
that's the type of that's the type of uh, quality control that I like to see in the federal bureaucracy. All right. Well, Congressman Rodney Davis, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. Take care. Okay. We got more coming up.